Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Brent Birch is here to talk about the Waterfowler Hall of Fame, which is coming up. The deadline is coming up as well. Now, we already have a Hall of Fame this week. It is the Arkansas Sports Sports Hall of Fame. Brent, you're not trying to schedule up against that. We still have a couple weeks left, right, on this? Yeah, yeah, May 19th. Okay. So, but tickets are, the deadline for tickets is coming up soon, right? That's right. Uh, April 15th on that. And it's it's getting pretty close, uh, t- you know, as far as table sales go. Right. I think they sell some individual tickets too, but it, it's getting uh, to where it's close to a sellout. What's the venue? Chanel. Okay. Club. Yep. Heard of it? Yeah, yeah. This is a, it's been tricky. Uh, this is the third time we've tried to schedule this thing. Yeah. COVID, there's been a lot of that going around. COVID's got us twice. Uh, I think you're in the clear now. I think so. I don't, I don't want to jinx you, but I think you're in good shape. Yeah, we don't need any of that. So, who does Waterfowler Hall of Fame honor? Basically, we're looking for, and this this isn't a Hall of Fame. You know, you, you kill a bunch of ducks. It's more uh, people that are have done a lot conservation wise, done a lot for the good of the sport, the longevity of the sport, uh, some kind of contribution along those lines, uh, as well as a lot of cases, yeah. Uh, you know, a productive waterfowler, but sure. uh, but some people aren't. Some people are, are totally from the science side of things. Uh, okay. Maybe you've never clicked the safety off on a shotgun, but right. But have done a lot for ducks in Arkansas. Do you have the list already? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you want to share? Sure. How sure. many people go in every year? Or is it very? It, this is quirky because uh, of the cancellation. We're we're inducting two years worth of classes. Okay. Uh, so it's a it's kind of a a, a weirdness. It's, it's not. Un, I mean. Not, Look, the NFL, NFL Pro Hall Football Fame. Hall of Fame did it, yeah. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So we've got a, a 2020 group that's going in, which is uh, Wallace Claypool, uh, George Purvis, John Olin, Dr. Scott Yake, and Pat Peacock. Um, so that that was the 2020 group that never got inducted. And now we've got the 21 group, which is Whit Stevens Jr., Carl Hunter, and then the three guys that created the, the duck calling contest uh, way back when. That's uh, Harold Glenn, Thad McCollum, and Byrne Tyndall. What was the first year of that? Do you remember, or do you know? It was in the '30s, I want to say. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty, um, pretty good stroke of genius there. Yeah, a huge economic impact, obviously, to, to Stuttgart, and and these guys have really not gotten a lot of credit for that over over time, and and finally getting some of their recognition that's due. Is there a 2022 class that comes later? Yeah, well, it, this is what's kind of thrown us off. This is obviously 2022, and we're inducting 2020 and 2021. Uh, but I think what we've decided to do. Uh, going forward is to do the previous year so 2022 will get inducted in the spring right after duck season 2023 mm-hmm. and we'll just kind of keep it going that way gotcha what's your role with all this well i created it okay uh, back back once upon a time i used to be at arkansas business publishing group uh, which i was cio there but we started a magazine greenhead yeah uh, which absolutely. is which is very popular uh, it's been around for 11 years comes out once a year but it's proven to be very popular we want to do a second publication so we we came up with or came up with the idea to let's do a hall of fame it's easier magazine to produce Mm -hmm. Um, and so we did it and then got to a point where it didn't really fit the agenda of what Arkansas Business Publishing Group was doing I've since left you know now I'm at the technology part but um, still involved with the magazine heavily uh, but it's kind of this kind of set in purgatory for a couple years because Mm -hmm. they spun it off spun it out didn't really want anything to do with it because uh, it didn't fit their model, which made sense. Sure. Uh, and so I asked if I if I could have basically possession or ownership of it, and, and did that, and then and, and then basically handed it over to once George Dunklin came forward with some money behind it to get this thing back off the ground. 
uh, donate to the Museum of the Arkansas Grand Prairie in Stuttgart. Okay, so that's where the honorees are, are, are honored in perpetuity, I guess? That's right. They built a wing onto the actual museum. A wing. Uh, yeah. How perfect for a duck story. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but they did, and, and that's where it, where it lives. Uh, okay. And, and it's a draw for them, obviously, and then this gets them some recognition. It's a, it's a really cool little museum. Uh, if you've never been to it, uh, not only the the duck hunting side, but the ag ag side of things in the history of Stuttgart and all that. What's the cost to go to the event? Two fifty, I believe, or an individual ticket. Okay. Uh, and how much are tables? Two thousand. Okay. Table eight. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and and like I said, those tables are pretty sold out. It's it's a lot of corporate, a lot of big brand names in the waterfowling industry uh, are are contributing, and then uh, Saracen Casino is the the, the main sponsor. Of the event, and we've got some sponsorship levels under that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a really nice event. Uh, not a high end; you don't have to wear a tuxedo kind of deal. That's uh, good. Kind of, kind of I, I, southern comfortable, I think, is what southern uh, comfortable what they're calling it. <laughs> I like that. And y'all have some live auction, uh, some pretty cool things. Yeah, definitely. Got. A, uh, I know we've got a dog. Uh, got some stuff from uh, Traeger Grill. Max uh, Prairie Wings has put down a, a, a pretty big package. Uh, got some custom duck calls. I know Jim Ronquest, who was at R&T Calls, now has gone to Drake Waterfowl. Kind of a big, big deal in the duck hunting world. Him moving over there, but he's he's got some calls. He's customized that he's going to donate. Uh, and then we've got some stuff from Yeti, Banded, Sitka, um, some really cool stuff to auction. I like it. Talking to Brent Birch, if you're just tuning in, a Waterfowl Hall of Fame coming up. You have until the 15th of April to get your tickets. It is May 19th. It's an evening event. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock, I believe. Okay. Very good. Um, how do you get the tickets? You go to waterfowlerhof.com. That's easy enough. Yeah. So we're auctioning off a dog. I can't say that I've ever seen that before at an auction. Is this an is this a normal yeah, thing? Yeah, uh, I'm also on the Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation board, and we every year we have a dog. Okay. And it go, uh, obviously you get that puppy in front of people, and those hands start flying up because yeah. people can't resist. Well, that's critical, too. <laughs> I mean, for those hunters out there, you got to have a retriever. I mean, that's important. So it's good. Wes won't go pick up my ducks, so got to have a dog. Yeah. That's key. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk baseball a little bit? Sure. So do you even recognize what's happening up there compared to when, what was your last year at Arkansas? 93. Okay. Well, that not been that long ago, but. Yeah. I mean, it, I was on the last, yeah, I was on the last two Southwest Conference teams and the last two SEC, or first two SEC teams. That's a pretty magical time. Yeah. Pretty, this is the, actually the 30th anniversary of us playing SEC baseball. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Are you having an event this year? No. Okay. No. We should. Let me, let me work on that. We're yeah. going up to Fayetteville tomorrow. I'll mention it to somebody. Yeah. So what do you, uh, I mean, the evolution of Razorback baseball, you guys kind of helped lay the groundwork. I mean, I know it goes way back to, you know, the 70s and beyond, but um, but it's been an awfully amazing run for the program to see where we are today with facilities and success and everything. No doubt. It, yeah, it's it's night and day, especially facility-wise and, and fan base-wise. Uh, I mean, we, we put some really good teams together. I, you know, I heard Bubba on earlier. Bubba and I played together. Um, he left before we got in the SEC. Uh, but, uh, yeah, comparing – Bomb Stadium to old George Cole Field. It's, it's uh, night and day. Anybody yeah. that's ever up there and seen the difference. And those that don't know, George Cole Field used to be where the Walker Pavilion is now. Uh, that's where you know we played right yeah. there next to the Hyper and, and you know south of the football stadium. But uh, yeah, I mean Van Horn's got it. He's got it clicking. Obviously, doing a really good job. Um, and he, what's interesting about it to me, is somebody that played and I, and I know Coach Van Horn well, and he recruited me back when he was at Texas Canada Junior College in my era. So. Yeah. Um, he models a lot of what he does after Coach at Coach Brian. Uh, kind of players he recruits, kind of teams he puts together. Uh, you don't see, you know, if you watch Tennessee play nowadays, I mean, you see all the antics and stuff that they they put on. You know, you, you're never going to see a Razorback baseball team do that. Mm-hmm. Not as long as it's a DeBrian Van Horn 
then whatever disciple is next. Right. Uh, it's just not the way they they run a program. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud, obviously, of, of what's going on, and um, a little bit surprised this year uh, the success level. I, I, I figured there'd be a little bit of a drop off, and they're they're clicking along pretty good. Yeah, they're reloading for sure. It seems like every year. What? Uh, give me some Bubba inside. What was it like <laughs> playing with him? Bubba, well, uh, he's a lot like he is on on the radio, uh, and in, and if you've met him in person. Um, uh, obviously knows the game very well, but he, I will say this, and, and some of our other teammates joke about this all the time, is he is probably the last guy that we ever envisioned being the, the radio color guy for, for baseball. A little risky uh, behavior probably yeah, well, thought then, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, just, you know, I mean, but I mean, he's really good at it, uh, and he does a great job. His insight's great, and it's not just, you know, fill in the blank, you know, shop talk. It's, sure. it's good insight. No, so. he's good. Did you, Did he catch you some? No, no, he was an outfielder. Okay. I uh, played a little first base, too. I thought he caught some. No, no, he's left-handed. Okay. Uh, man, but that dude could hit. He could really hit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who was your catcher? Played with a couple of different ones. Tony Gilmore was one. Uh, the late Kirk Pisker was another one. Uh, both really good players. At the, I think Tony made it to AAA, and, and I, I'm pretty sure Kirk also made it to AAA. Uh, and then uh, Courtney Paul um, was probably the catcher the last couple of years. How many games do you go up to for a year? I'll go up to a series or two. Uh, you know, I'll watch almost every one of them, any, you know, beginning to end, On now that you watch on TV. But I'm going to go up to the LSU series. I'll be the first one this year. Be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all ever use illegal bats, try to sneak them in? No, I don't know if they were ever snuck in. I'm, I'm sure there's one that had a ding or a den in it that probably wouldn't have passed muster. And I, and I want to say we maybe had one or two thrown out at, at a time for, you know, pine tar's a little high, that kind of deal. But mm-hmm. Not like some of the stuff you're hearing now, flat sides of the bat and stuff like that. Little Bird just told me that this dog that we're they're auctioning off mm-hmm. at the uh, Waterfowler Hall of Fame event is a two thousand dollar dog. Yeah, serious dog. Yeah. Must speak multiple languages and do a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> Does origami. Is it already trained? No, huh? it'll be a puppy. It's it, that's basically off its bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mom, mom, and its dad are some highly qualified dogs. It says lab retriever package. So is it just Yeah, the I dog think there's or... maybe some kennel and some some other things okay. uh, tied with it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Are you a Traeger guy? You... I know. Uh, I, maybe you will be. I bought well, I bought a uh, a place over in Hot Springs and the guy needed me. He was a former football coach at UAPB coincidentally and he left behind everything. Like he had to move. And he had a Traeger grill, and so I thought, man, I thought I, I thought I was getting a Traeger grill. The one thing he kept, took with him was that grill. <laughs> well, it speaks highly of the the grill, right? I yeah. Mean, so I have not, no, I have not used one. Okay. Uh, what's going on with the tech park? What's what's the latest there? It's going great, uh, really good. Bounce back, pandemic wise. Uh, Got the coffee shop reopened. That's the it most does. Important thing, huh? uh, cha- totally changes the dynamic of that place. Yeah. But uh, it's re- it's blowing and going. Uh, we've got I think two available offices right now. So we filled back up, you know, pandemic, we lost some, lost some people. Right. Uh, but the thing about what we're doing, all, almost all the people that are in there have tried to work from home before and it just, it doesn't work for them. That's why they came to us in the first place. And, mm-hmm. and so they've come right back. What have you heard on uh, KTV's move? Anything new? I haven't. And, do you guys, does that benefit you in any way once they're out of there? Does that space open up or what happens? Well, there? it was in our original master plan to, to go in there or, or try, try to purchase it, but uh, we just, didn't see as a fit and, and what, you know, what some of the values were of the building definitely weren't a fit for what we're trying to do. So, uh, but we're definitely curious, you know, who comes in there because th- that changes the block. We own everything else on that block and then we own a half block across the street too. So, okay. um, 
that's going to be key to who comes in there and what they decide to do with it, but it's it's not of interest to us. Do you think that existing building will stay, or do you think it could potentially be taken down? I don't know. Um, you know I've, I've got some opinions on that that, that might hurt some feelings, but um, the, the natural historic preservation people would love to see it stay because mm-hmm. uh, it's on the historic register and, and it's got some character to it, but it's it's a different building in, in, the, in the shape it's in and, and all that. Yeah. I worked in there long enough to know what you're talking about, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what would you like to see in there? I mean, what do you think would be good for downtown? Uh, you know, I, I think it would be interesting to see if somebody could come in and do some kind of residential uh, in right that close. Yeah. Uh, because there's not. You know, some there's some pockets of it around and a couple, few blocks away, but something that close. And, I, and based on the amount of office space that's downtown, uh, you'd like to see available office mm-hmm. space. You'd, you'd probably like to see something different besides traditional office space and, and maybe some residential right sure. there on Main Street. Yeah, I think that'd be great, too. Uh, right across the street from the restaurants, all that. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, as someone who lives down there now, I, I definitely am a fan of, of more of that. I think that would be good. I did walk by the Bank of America the other day, mm-hmm. and I know there's been talk about mixed use in that building, mm-hmm. and all the ATMs have been ripped out of the first floor, so there's no longer ATM access there. So maybe the next step is being taken there. So I don't think they're really doing any banking out of there anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, and I worked, that's, that was my first job out of college was working for Worthen. And that the, what that lobby and how it's used now compared to back then, it's, mm-hmm. it is night and day. But uh, yeah, there's been a couple different concepts for what to do, especially with Capitol Avenue uh, going, you know, from Main Street going west. Mm-hmm. But um, nothing's really gotten off the ground, but it, it needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, you got that new hotel that, lo- that looks great and then it's empty storefront after empty storefront right, right there, undeveloped. I mean, like, torn apart yeah um so somebody's got to figure out a right plan and, and put the right amount of investment in it because um, now's a good time i mean there's a lot of availability with downtown but there's a lot of cool stuff going on too yeah well i'm really curious to see what happens in that in the bank of america that's right there and then like you said the storefronts next to the ac i mean it is i'm curious to see what happens because those are good spots and i think um you know again there's you could with the valet company you could get valet parking that's one big drawback i think for some people as far as going down there but yeah, that's what's crazy. Uh, we also get criticized because our downtown has too much parking. It truly does. It has too much parking. But people that don't come downtown think there's no place to park. Right. Uh, it's, it's it's a weird. And that big the big lot across from you guys is pay lot, yeah? Yeah, we own that. Tech Park owns that. Yeah. Um, okay. And so there's some, on the Samantha's end of it, there's hourly parking, uh, which it stays full a lot. Obviously, yeah, restaurants for sure. know, use that pretty well. Uh, and at nighttime, the whole thing becomes hourly, or yeah, hourly parking. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of parking downtown. Interesting. Well, we'll see. Stay tuned on that. But uh, again, Waterfowler Hall of Fame. Go to waterfowlerhof.com. That's it. Okay. And it is coming up May nineteenth in All Country Club. And deadline for tickets is April fifteenth, tax day. So put your uh, put your uh, tax refund to good use there, Wes. Okay. 1252. Brent, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me. You bet.